going on, everyone? Thanks for joining us on the Sharp Angle Podcast. Special thanks to Better Edge, great sponsor of the show, great friend of the show, and frankly, great friend of everyone who bets sports. The reason, well, two reasons. First of all, they don't charge a VIG, okay? And whenever I tell my buddies about this, VIG free betting at Better Edge, everyone says the same thing. What's the catch? How do they make money? Is this real? Yes, it's 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 legitimate. And, and don't worry about how they make money. They've got a different business model than the average sports book. So VIG free betting is a real thing. It exists. It's legal. Betteredge.com. Not only that, though, they're making everything more fun because they're taking sports betting and bringing a social element to it. So you can follow your buddies, follow other people who give picks. It tracks your record. It tracks other people's records. There's tournaments, competitions. It's so much fun and you can make more money. Online betteredge.com. That's B-E-T-T-O-R edge.com. Use promo code SHARP for a free $10. Betteredge.com. Promo code SHARP. What's going on? Welcome into the Sharp Angle Podcast. Thanks for joining us on a Wednesday. Today is June 30th. We are almost done with the month. You guys got your 4th of July plans. We're doing a Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest preview tomorrow. <laughs> so, I know it's so stupid. But uh, I don't, people seem to love it. So, hey, if you're into the hot dog eating contest, if you like that sort of thing... We'll give you a full breakdown tomorrow, so uh, that'll be fun. But on today's show, it is time for Trending Wednesday. Some stories, some things going on in the world of sports and sports betting. Obviously, NBA playoffs, NHL playoffs, and uh, we're wrapping up with the Euro 2020 and the College World Series as well. So we'll bring you up to date with what's going on in all of those events, current odds, what happened last night, last few days and what the betting market is looking like. All right, so let's get right into it. Uh, Let's start off with uh, the NBA, because last night, Milwaukee losing game four. The Bucs had a a 2-1 lead, and they were playing in Atlanta. Obviously, Trey Young injured. He didn't get the start last night, didn't get to play. And so Milwaukee came into last night's game. They were sleepwalking. They were dead in the first half. I mean, they weren't doing anything. Then halftime comes, they make their changes, And it was so tough because Giannis gets hurt in the second half. Now, one thing I will say is that when you look at the futures market, the NBA is so much more affected by injuries. And we always talk about futures bets on this show, but but it's important to know that when you make a futures bet in the NFL, if you have an injury to a offensive lineman or a linebacker or something like that, a defensive back, that's not good. That's going to be bad for your bet. But overall, it doesn't change a whole lot in terms of the macro picture. When your quarterback gets hurt, then things fall apart. In hockey, when you have a futures bet, unless your stars get hurt, you know, you're not looking to really... That bet's looking pretty good. There's not a lot that can happen. But in the NBA, when there's so few players, I mean, most teams have seven or eight guys who play typically and you have one injury to one of your superstars, that can change everything. And just to let you know what the market thinks about the injury to Giannis last night, because obviously there's been Chris Paul, uh, James Harden, LeBron James, now Giannis Antetokounmpo. And so the market before last night's game was minus 2,500 on the Milwaukee Bucks, meaning you had to bet $2,500 to win 100. <laughs> Again, $2,500 bet wins you back 100. Now, after one game and a Giannis injury, it's pretty much 50-50. Minus 110 on both sides. 
So the Bucks went from being, we can type this in real quick because I don't have the exact percentage pulled up. Go to our trusty aceodds.com, minus 2,500. That's a 96.2% chance to, to advance. Okay, so 24 hours ago, the Bucks had a, according to the market, 96.2 chance to advance out of this round. Now today, 50%. And what's changed? One injury and one loss. So it's important to remember that when we make these futures bets, two things. One, know what sport you're making them for. Know the possibility of what one injury will do, one bad streak of games will do, anything like that. It's so fragile in the NBA betting futures. But but on the other side, futures bets aren't necessarily meant to where you pick one team, you make a futures bet, and you hold on to that ticket all year long. I know there's instances of that. I just read a book where some Blues fan made a bet on the Blues. It was his only bet all year. He ended up winning thousands, like $100,000 off of it. That's different. That's These are fun stories that you hear on the news. What I'm talking about is if you want to put yourself in a good position with your sports betting portfolio, what you want to do is through the course of the season from preseason to the middle to the end of the year, find good opportunities to take teams in different future situations. So what you want, theoretically, is at the end of the year, you've got several teams who have a chance with really good odds. Uh, For instance, this year in the NHL, I had futures tickets on the Lightning, the Bruins, the Avs, the, the Knights. Yes, Montreal. I mean, I had so many different teams right now. As the NHL Stanley Cup's going on, I have a ticket in my pocket, or I guess on my website, a ticket for Montreal to win the Stanley Cup at like 30 to 1, and I have a ticket for Tampa Bay to win the Stanley Cup at 11 to 1. So I'm no matter who wins, I will finish the season positive in all of those futures bets. I lost my Vegas one, I lost my Colorado one, I lost my Boston one, but overall, when you have good tickets and several of them at the end of the year, that's what you want to do out of futures. And we'll take a maybe a Tuesday or a Thursday coming up and go over what it really means to utilize futures bets well, but just know that it, it, it's not about picking one team and crossing your fingers, it's about putting yourself in a good spot by taking multiple teams with good odds at the time. All right, before we get any further, good movie now out on digital. Uh, Now on digital, Goalie is the powerful and explosive crime story of three boyhood friends who find their escape from LA's tough streets in one out-of-control night of partying. But when the rampage stops, retribution begins. Directed by Namil Elderkin, Goalie stars Kevin Harrison Jr., Charlie Plummer, Jacob Lattimore, Jonathan Majors, Amber Heard, and Academy Award-nominated Terrence Howard. Buy or rent Goalie and watch it tonight. Rated R from Paramount Pictures. All right, so obviously injuries have a lot more to do, or at least injuries have a bigger impact on sports like the NBA. We understand that, we know that, but my point here is when you're buying futures tickets, it's so easy. Let's just rewind again, 24 hours. It's so easy to say, oh, Trey Young's hurt. Market says Milwaukee's going on. Okay, Atlanta's dead. But you could have gotten Atlanta at about 15 to 1 yesterday, just 24 hours ago. 15 to 1. You're telling me that's not worth $10 if you're $100 better? You won't spend one-tenth of a unit to make back 1.5 units on Atlanta? So this is my point. It's always so 
it seems like it's so obvious. Oh, this team's going to win. There's huge, overwhelming odds. Take chances. Put yourself in a good spot by getting different tickets with good odds for the futures. All right, let's move on to some NHL. Uh, NHL, by the way, if you get an injury in the NHL, doesn't change a whole lot. Look what happened this year with uh, Aaron Ekblad and the Florida Panthers. Florida loses arguably their best player, and in the futures market, they didn't move at all. What do you think would happen if in the middle of the year, Anthony Davis was just ruled out or LeBron James got hurt like he did this year. Futures markets change in the NBA and maybe actually the LeBron example wasn't great because people still like betting on the Lakers, but just know certain sports impact the futures market more. All right, so uh, back to the NHL. Game two is tonight. Tampa Bay got the big game one win. I think it was 4-1, 5-1, something like that. And uh, this is what I said earlier. I mean, I don't understand how Montreal has done what they've done round after round after round. And Montreal has made a great run. Montreal has defied odds and become the worst team to make the Stanley Cup, according to my rankings, in over 10 years. So Montreal just done great things so far. I do, however, think they're going to meet their match with, with Tampa. And that's not all about game one. I actually gave Tampa out game one at like minus 190 because I still thought there was value. However, tonight, I don't think so. It's around the same price, but... In these seven-game series, in both basketball and hockey, you get what we call a zigzag effect to where the team who won a game, let's say game one, like like the Lightning did, overwhelmingly, there's not a whole lot they're going to want to change. They're going to want to get in the locker room. You know, They're kind of proud of themselves. They just won. They want to go out and do the same thing again. And Montreal, there's a lot they can change. Now they know how Tampa Bay wants to attack them, what the neutral zone trap's going to look like, so on and so forth. So one team, Montreal, going to be making a lot of changes. The other team, Tampa, not. Now, I don't think Tampa's necessarily going to lose tonight, but when we when we get all these changes and it's tough for me to quantify what they mean, we don't have to make the bet. So I don't have a bet on tonight's game, but I do think Tampa is uh, certainly the better team in this series. What does the market think? The market currently has Tampa Bay as a minus 575 favorite. So in terms of percentages, that means, let's see here, 575. That means the market uh, projects about an 85.2% chance for Tampa Bay to win the series. And look, that's right around what I've got. I have right around 80%. So technically, that's not a bet because the market has a 2.5% edge over us. But my point is, my numbers are very similar to what the market has for this. So it's good because it's sort of a, it's a reminder that our approach and our rankings and our, our model is a really good, efficient system. And while the market's not always right, it is good to generally be on the same side as the market. So in hockey, game two is tonight. Uh, overall series price, Lightning minus 575. The Canadians plus 455. All right, let's move on to some College World Series. Game three, the deciding game will be tonight, and it's minus 110 for each team. So 50-50, Mississippi State minus 110, Vandy minus 110. What do we see in tonight's game? I'm leaning Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt. They've got, uh, oh, that guy's Kumar, right? Vandy Kumar, what's his name? Uh, Kumar Rocker. I think he's getting the star tonight. And everything that I've seen, I haven't seen a... Uh, uh, confirmation, but if Kumar Rocker gets a start tonight for Vanderbilt, I think minus 110 is a great price for them. Okay, so 
Uh, right now, as I said, the market has a 50-50. Should be a good game, two good teams, but I do give a slight edge to uh, Vanderbilt if we see Kumar Rocker on the mound. Vanderbilt's got two great pitchers. I mean, I think Kumar Rocker and the kid who threw game one, Jack Leiter, I think his name is, they're going to both go like top 10, top 15 in the MLB in the first round. So Van- Vanderbilt's stacked. So uh, I lean them tonight if Kumar is on the mound. And last but not least, the Euro 2020 is in their final eight. So we'll go over some odds each game for the Euro 2020 final eight. Game one, and we'll just go in sequential order. Game one is uh, Friday at noon Eastern. Switzerland taking on Spain. Spain is the favorite there, minus 145. Switzerland plus 455. The draw is plus 280. Belgium taking on Italy. Uh, This is expected to be a very, very close game. Italy plus 150, Belgium plus 230. And look, if you're looking at the the value for any of these games, my value and my pick would be Belgium to advance plus 135. I think that should be closer to 50-50. So I think we've got a little bit of value for the Belgium-Italy game, Belgium to advance. That's on Friday, 3 o'clock Eastern. Uh, fast forward to Saturday, uh, the first game on Saturday, 12 o'clock Eastern, Czech Republic and Denmark. Denmark, the favorite here, right around even money. So they see, they being the market, they see Denmark winning this about half the time, and the other 25% is split between the Czech Republic winning and a draw. I like Denmark, like them to advance. I think minus 170, decent price for Denmark to advance. And last, Ukraine taking on England. This will be the last game of uh, Saturday, 3 o'clock Eastern. England, minus 250 to win. They should absolutely win. Ukraine snuck their way into the knockout stage and then somehow gets the extra time win against uh, Sweden. Ukraine does not belong here. And I want to be careful because it's still a good team. I mean, Shevchenko, they've got good forwards. And at this point, any national team who's at this point, they don't, they're not terrible. But I mean, you look around, it's like Belgium, Italy, uh, England, Ukraine. So, you know, which of these is not like the other? But uh, either way, it should uh, be an English victory. And after that, we'll be down to the semifinals. So, all right, that does it for today's show. Thanks so much for listening to Trending Wednesday. And uh, good luck with whatever you've got going on today. I know there's a lot of baseball, right? There's uh, Major League Baseball all day, College World Series tonight. Obviously, some hockey, a little basketball. So, uh, whatever you have, good luck. Hope you catch some winners. And we'll talk to you tomorrow on The Sharp Angle.